0: Welcome. And now the moment we've all been waiting for. Time for the Word. For the Word of God is living and active. Sharper than any two-edged sword. The Bible says, if you abide in me, and my word abides in you you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you ministering today is our regional pastor anointed woman of god an author a church planter visionary leader god has planted a word for you in her heart now let's sit back remove all distractions tune in and be ready to receive the word which will change your life for good With excitement, let's make welcome, Pastor for Neal Wow. Welcome.
1: What a year. The year 2020. A year like we've never experienced in our generation, in our lifetime. A year that started off with so much promise, so much excitement, so much hope, so much expectation. A year we expected great things. It was our year of incredible harvest. It may not seem like it. But we've had an incredible harvest, an incredible harvest of blessings, and an incredible harvest of life. We bless the name of the Lord. The year 2020, a year that leveled us all, a year that humbled the mighty. A year that made even the wisest amongst us appear foolish. A year that showed us the futility of money and riches and wealth. A year that helped us to redefine what life really is and what is important. A year that affected every one of us from the very young to the very old, from the very poor to the very rich. With the same uncertainty The same fear, the same virus. The year 2020. It's a year when we learn great life lessons. And as we look to the next few days left in the year 2020, we need to sit back and take stock. We must take stock of the lessons that we have learned so that we will be able to move into the new year 2020, 2021, I beg your pardon. Please Lord, let the year 2021 be a year of blessing, a year of restoration, a year of healing, a year of joy, a year of peace in the name of Jesus. Nehemiah chapter 1. Verse 1, it happened in the month of Shislev, in the 20th year as I was in Shusa, the capital. The Hanani, one of my brothers, came with certain men from Judah. And I asked them concerning the Jews who escaped, who had survived the exile, and concerning Jerusalem. And they said to me, The remnants there in the province who had survived the exile is in great trouble and shame. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down. Its gates are destroyed by fire. As soon as I heard these words, I sat down and wept and mourned for days. And I continued fasting and praying before the God of heaven. When Nehemiah heard the the devastating news the news of the devastation that had occurred in Jerusalem, he himself was devastated. He said, I began to weep. I began to pray. I began to fast. I'm sure his fast was because he lost appetite. And when we look at what the year 2020 Served us all, everybody. <laughs> we know, we understand how Nehemiah must have felt when he heard that the walls of the city he loved had been totally destroyed, crumbled. Now, walls are protection. The walls around his people crumbled. Their protection crumbled. Everything we held dear, the things that we thought were our security, our jobs, our finances, our cars, our, whole, our houses, our wealth, our bank accounts, so many things. In the year 2020, we saw them crumble in our hands. We saw how futile most of the things we hold on truly are. I want us to think through, and I want you to, you know, take out your tablet, take out your notepad, write down two lessons that the year 2020 has taught you and send them to me. I really want to see what you have to see. I will look at them sometime during the sermon. Two lessons that the year 2020 has taught, has taught you. Because everyone learns a lesson. Everyone. Even our little ones that we carry to the oldest amongst us, across board, everyone learns something new. We learn how to put on a mask. We learned how to wash our hands. We learned how to step back from people we usually would see and hug. <laughs> we learned to keep to ourselves. We learned to wipe down our, our environment. We learned to do church online. We learned to have choirs sing from remote locations and still produce a melody. We learned that that new dress we bought and we were looking forward to that wedding and we had planned for it. We learned that if we don't put on that new dress, we will not die. Have you written down what you learned in the year 2020? Go ahead and send it to me. Nehemiah was comfortable in the court of the king in Shusha. Life was good. He was right in the king's presence. That's where he walked in the inner courts of government. But when he heard news about his city, he was devastated. Everything that gave him comfort faded in significance to the knowledge he had just received of his beloved city broken down. What's the use of our brand new car packed that we could not drive out? Our beautiful clothes that we could not wear out. Year 2020. Our job that, poof, it was gone, evaporated. Our businesses that closed down. Of course, there have also been new opportunities for some people, new jobs for some people, promotions lifting up for some people. But we have learned great life lessons in this year. Today is the 52nd Sunday, the last Sunday of the year 2020. God has been merciful to us. As I said, we learned to do church online. For one day, we did not fail to come into your homes. But on this last Sunday of the month, we had a break in transmission for the first time. In in all the Sundays that we've had this year, even the Sundays of the pandemic, even the first Sunday of the pandemic, one of the lessons that we have learned as we learnt this morning when we lost transmission. And we apologize for that, it's technology. We've taken it for granted because God has helped us the last 51 Sundays of this year, but this last Sunday, we've learned a lesson. Don't take anything for granted. Right here, a few minutes ago, don't take anything for granted. It's the little things that make a big difference. It's the little things that we take for granted. The little things like coming in and switching on, a, turning on a switch and being live and talking to you in, from the comfort of your own homes. Those little things that we take for granted. Don't take anything for granted. Don't take anyone for granted. A small virus, undetectable by the human eye, brought the whole world to its knees in a matter of days. Just a little virus. It doesn't take a big thing to have a big effect. Little things can change the trajectory of our life as it has changed the trajectory of our generation and the world. James 3 verse 8 says the tongue is a a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body. This tongue, as small as it is, James said it can set the whole world on fire. If God takes not even his hand, if God just removes his finger off us for one second, for one moment, believe me, all hell will break loose. All hell broke loose this year. For one second. One second. we've been at liberty we have been able to do what we like go where we want live how we like and we always thought that this is how life is it is we are we are entitled to it we forgot That the reason we have been able to do the things we want to do is because there is an almighty God somewhere who looks after us. For one moment, maybe a blink of an eye, if God lifted off his finger, that virus from wherever it came, transmitted from an animal into a human being. One second, and the whole world shuts down. It only takes a split second, a moment in time for a transformation, whether for good or evil. Please don't let us take anything for granted anymore. Especially don't let us take God's mercy, God's goodness for granted. You woke up this morning, don't take it for granted. You are well and hearty, don't take it for granted. You can breathe on your own, don't take it for granted. The world is at peace, don't take it for granted. A small thread pool can unravel an entire fabric. Have you ever purchased a material? and you just saw a loose thread somewhere, and you pull the thread, the whole thing falls apart. That is what happened in the year 2020. Just a small pool of a virus, and the whole fabric of society and the world fell apart globally. There's an old saying, a stitch in time saves nine. When we own up to mistakes, when we are upfront and honest about mistakes, when we apologize and move on, not hiding behind a a, a finger, a stitch in time saves nine. When we nip problems in the board, when we don't wait until the problems are noticeable before we try to contain them. When we are on our toes, when we are vigilant, when we are not taking anything for granted, we don't take the goodness of God for granted. Number one lesson, don't take anything for granted. Don't take your relationships for granted. Don't, let, don't take your resources, the resources available to you. Don't take them for granted. The opportunities, don't take them for granted. Don't take anything or anyone for granted. Number two, our greatest needs are not usually our most obvious. Our greatest needs are not usually our most obvious ones. This 2020 taught us the importance of having a home A place where we can lay our head. A place where we can enter and feel secure. A place where we can be comfortable. Many of us, because we spend so much time outside of our home, because of work, because of uh, uh, our social events, and so forth and so on. We found it easy to just let our homes be anyhow. You just get there, you fall on anything, and you sleep. But during this pandemic, we found out that our homes need to be a place of comfort. It needs to be a place of refuge. It needs to be a place of restoration. Our greatest needs are not usually our most obvious. And under that I have three points. One of our greatest needs is that we need each other. We need each other. How many of us If we had been told at the beginning of March how much we would crave a hug, would you have believed it? Would you have believed that you could hunger for a hug the way you hunger for a hug right now? I saw some people this week. I wanted to hug them. They wanted to hug me. We couldn't. We could not. I saw a little girl. Ordinarily, she will run to me. I will open my arms. We went out and did some good deeds to some people. They were so overwhelmed with. Joy. They said, can we give you a hug? We need each other. We need each other. Don't allow offenses. Don't allow ego. Don't allow shame. Separate you from other people. Peace with all men is critical. Where It is possible. There are times that you cannot... Be at peace with everybody. It's okay. But as far as it is within your power, be at peace. Matthew 5:23 to 24. If you bring your gift to the altar and you remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First be reconciled to your brother and then come and offer your gift. Even God does not want your gifts if you haven't reconciled with somebody that is offended by you. We need each other. We need to broker peace with each other. We don't need to fight. We don't need to rave. We don't need to rage at each other. We need each other. We need each other. The be part of our greatest needs. I need me. I need me. The whole me. My body, my soul, my spirit. I need me. I need me to be whole. I need me to be healthy. Body, soul, and spirit. I need me. If you are not whole in your body, there's a problem. If you are not whole in your soul emotionally, there's a problem. If you are not whole in your spirit, if you are not one with God through Christ Jesus, there's a problem. John 1, 2 says, Behold, I pray that above all things that you may prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. I need me. I need me to be whole. I need me to be healthy physically. I need me me to be healthy emotionally. I need me to be healthy spiritually. Hmm. The reason why I need me to be healthy is because when I am left alone with myself, if I am not healthy, Emotionally, spiritually, physically, I have a problem. I need me because me might be the only one that is available. And for many of us during this pandemic, me was the only one available to to socialize with. It was just me, it was just you all by yourself. I'm not talking about necessarily living in your house alone. I'm talking about (laughs) you just had to be at peace with yourself. You can't go anywhere. Even if you live in a house with ten other people, you still needed you because what was going around needed you to socialize and have a good relationship with yourself. I need me, the whole me. Body, soul, and spirit. Number two, Our greatest need, I said number one, the A, 2A, we need each other, 2B, I need me, 2C, I need God. (laughs) I need God. This pandemic has shown that you need God. You need Him. I am the vine and you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will bear much fruit. For you can do nothing without me. That is God speaking. You need God. You can do nothing without him. He is a vine. You are the branch. If you remain in him and he in you, then you will bear fruit. Then you will be useful. Then you will be healthy. Then you will be all right. You will be emotionally balanced, for you can do nothing without God. And the pandemic showed us that we could do nothing. There was nothing we could do. We were praying every day in this church and are still praying every day. <laughs> every morning at 6 a.m., we are on the prayer line. We needed God. We need God. We will need Him in 2021, no matter how good it is. One of the lessons of the pandemic is that you need God. If you do not have God, <laughs> you are in big trouble. Number three. One of the lessons of the pandemic is we must be thankful for mercies. Be thankful always. Even for small mercies, be thankful You are under the sound of my voice today. Be thankful. You have a roof over your head. Be thankful. You have something to eat. You have something to drink. Be thankful. Always be thankful. Be thankful to God. Be thankful to people. It's Christmas season. And I'm sorry I didn't ask you how your Christmas was. I hope you all had a wonderful, wonderful Christmas. Christmas is the season for giving. It's also the season to be thankful. To be thankful for all those that have been a blessing to us. The teachers who have taught our children. The nurses, the doctors who treated us when we were ill. The neighbor who said hello to us when there was nobody else we could say hello to. Be thankful. The psalmist says in everything, um, he, he said, I will bless the Lord at all times. Psalm 34 verse 1. His praise will always be on my lips. His praise will always be on my lips. I will bless the Lord at all times. I will always be thankful. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. We must be thankful people. 2020 has shown us that we need to give God thanks. All the things we used to take for granted before, being able to go out as we like. Being able to travel. Being able to go to the store when we like. Being able to go and sit in the park and sit with people we've never met before. That we couldn't now do in 2020 We must be thankful going forward. Every waking moment of our lives, we will not take anything for granted anymore. We will be thankful for everything and for everyone that comes our way. Three lessons don't take anything for granted. We have learned what our greatest needs are, that we need each other, we need me, we need, you need yourself, I need me, and you need God. I need God. And number three, be thankful always. Those are the lessons that we have learned. If we have learned lessons how do we step into a future? We must build a solid foundation on the lessons that we have learned. We must build solid foundations on the lessons we have learned. And I'm just going to focus on three building blocks. Number one, you build relationships. Number one is build healthy relationships going forward. Build a healthy relationship with yourself. Be healthy, be comfortable in your own skin. Keep your own company. Enjoy your own company. Don't look down on yourself. The Bible says in Zechariah 2 verse 8 that you are the treasure. The apple of God's eye. You are his special treasure. Exodus 19 verse 5. If you are the apple of God's eye, if you are God's special treasure, then you must respect yourself. You must respect yourself. You must hold yourself with dignity and godly confidence because God has invested in you. When God says that you are a treasure, it means that you are God's investment. And you must yield profits. So from the lessons we have learned in 2020, we must build solid foundations. And the first building block is that we build relationships. Number one relationship is with yourself. Number two is you build a relationship with others. Build a relationship with others. Never abandon a friend, either yours or your father's, because when disaster strikes, you won't have to ask your brother for assistance. It's better to go to a neighbor than to a brother who lives far away. How many of us have been able to see relations during this pandemic? How many? We have not been able to go anywhere, we have not been able to travel. We have been advised, stay at home. Don't travel. Some of us have had problems. In fact, I don't need to talk too much. Some people have been in hospital and family members could not visit with them. Some people have passed and family members could not hold their hands. Strangers have had to hold their hands. Build relationship with others because those people you know may not be there when you need them. The pandemic has shown us this. It's better to to go to a neighbor than to your brother who lives far away. Tells us the story of the Good Samaritan in Luke 10, 15 to 27. When you have time, read it. It wasn't his brother who helped him. It wasn't his relationship, his family, his relation who helped him. It wasn't a friend he knew who helped him. It was somebody passing by the way. Build relationships with others if we are going to move forward. And number three, Build a relationship with God. God was the only one many of us had to talk to during this pandemic. He was the only one we had to run to during this pandemic. If you picked up the phone and called your friend and said, what will I do? Your friend too was confused. They didn't know what to do. We only had God. It was only God we had. Develop a relationship with God. I like the young adults of our church. They have a fellowship they call Deeper in God. Dig. Deeper in God. It's a Bible study fellowship. They call it Dig. We have to develop a relationship with God. We have to go deeper with God. James 4:7 says, Submit to God. Resist the devil. He will flee from you. Draw near to God he will draw near to you. We have to draw near to God. We have to develop a relationship with God. Quickly because of our time. We are on building solid foundations on lessons lands. Number 1 is build relationships. The 1A is with yourself, 1B is with others, 1C is with God. Number 2 is build traditions. Build traditions. Once we are able to go back to normal life, let us begin to build traditions for our families, for our, for our church, for our organizations. Why? Because traditions are the things that anchor us, that pull us together. They are the things from which we draw our values. I never knew how important it was The value of being able to dress up and come to church. The value of parents waking up their children, husbands and wives waking up in the morning, dressing up. The blessing of anybody at all on a Sunday morning getting up in their home and saying, I have to go to the house of God and dressing up, carrying their Bible, carrying their pocketbook and going to the house of God. Tradition. We must build traditions. I had time to think. We had a tradition in this church before where we used to celebrate once a year um, Africa culture and we called it Africa Praise Day. People would come from everywhere. And we stopped because we looked at budgetary constraints. And as I prepared this message, the Lord said to me, that was a tradition that should not have been stopped. Because it was something all of us would look forward to. Even people who had left the church, that was one day wherever they were, they would come. It was a tradition. We must build traditions. God wants us to build traditions. When you enter the land that your Lord will give you as he promised, observe the ceremony. This was the Lord talking to the children of Israel. So that when your children ask you, what does this ceremony mean to you? You will be able to explain to them. When we have traditions, when we are doing things... Whether it's the tradition of getting dressed and coming to church, the tradition of once every year we have African Praise Day, the tradition of the whole family getting together and going for a vacation, the tradition of taking yourself for a vacation once a year, whatever it is. When people ask you, why are you doing this? You will be able to tell them, what that ceremony, that tradition means to you. Traditions reinforce our sense of belonging and comfort and help us greatly in the time of self doubts and difficulty. The traditions that we had when I was in middle school, for all of us who, you know, uh, went to boarding schools in those days, we had traditions in our schools. We had traditions like, you will wake up early, you will do your chore, you will, you know, before you, you will have your quiet time, and then you will get ready to go for your classes. We had traditions where we would have, once a year, we will have the drama events, and every, uh, uh, the different houses in the school we put together a drama event we will see, we call it Festival of Arts and Culture. And we would do it every year. And then we had our sporting events. when On an annual basis, the whole school, in our different houses, we would compete with each other. We had traditions. And those traditions now, more than 50 years after we all first came to school together, they still tie us all together. And all the people who went before us and the people who came after us, I'm talking about my own set, we are all connected by those traditions. No matter what age we are, we remember those things. We must build traditions. And finally, (laughs) from what we have learned during this pandemic, for us to build solid foundations now, we must build character. Character. If you look all around and you see all the things that have happened during this pandemic, you will realize that we have come to see the people of character and the people who have no character. Build character. Build character. Character is truth. Character is integrity. Character is goodness. Character is kindness. We saw people during this pandemic make money off the suffering of other people. It's good to make money. I have no problem with that. But to practically skin people alive. In a time like this, to maximize profits. That is not what God wants us to do. People of character are godly people. Romans 5, verse 3 to 4 says, We glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, and perseverance character, and character hope. So our suffering during this pandemic is supposed to Build us up, not tear us down. Many of us have suffered. We have suffered pain. We've suffered deprivation. Some people have suffered abuse. But in all of this suffering, let us build character. Let us build character. Let us allow character to develop. We have persevered. We have persevered. Do not allow the abuser to break your spirit. Do not allow the vindictive to destroy you. Do not allow the suffering to make you give up on life. Do not allow the things that you have lost, the job, the money, the investments, make you hopeless. Do not allow the loved ones that you have lost, the grief, the mourning, the pain, make you quit on living. Rather, let it strengthen you. Let it, give, let it give you backbone. Let it make you useful for somebody else who will go through something similar. Build character. Let it make you a blessing. We have learned lessons. We have learned some good ones. But we have also learned some very painful ones. We have learned that something that we did not contribute anything to can come and affect us. But as we end the year 2020, may pain be ended. May devastation be ended. May suffering be ended. May depression come to an end. May poverty end. As we look forward and by his grace in a few days step into the year 2021. May our mourning give way to dancing. Our sadness give way to joy. Our losses be turned round for profits. May the God of restoration visit each and every one of us. May our lives be restored. May our homes be restored. May our families be restored. May our nation be restored. In the name of Jesus. Weeping has endured for a night's time. But as we step into the year 2021, dear Lord. Let joy come. In the name of Jesus my precious brothers and sisters, wherever you are listening from, it has been a painful year. It has been a challenging year. But as I said at the beginning, we will no longer take anything for granted. We will no longer take anyone for granted. Will we understand that our greatest needs are usually not our most obvious? That our greatest needs are ourselves, having a relationship with ourselves, a relationship with others, and a relationship with God. And that's we begin to learn to be thankful. May the Lord be with us. May the Lord keep us. May the Lord preserve us in the name of Jesus. Wherever we are, let's lift up our voice to the Lord. Let's thank him for the lessons learned in the year 2020. Even the painful lessons, thank him for it. Thank God for the lessons learned. When we learn a lesson, we get a promotion. When we learn a lesson and we pass our exam well, Our exam of perseverance, our exam of character, our exam of hope. When we pass this exam, we receive a promotion. Go ahead and ask God. Thank you, my Father, for lessons learned. Thank you, Father. And talk to him. Tell him, Lord, as I step into 2021, let me step in with a godly character. Let me step in with wholesome relationships. Let me step in with godly traditions in the name of Jesus. And if you are there, One of the relationships I said you must have is a relationship with God. You need God. If you never surrendered your life to Jesus, I want to give you that opportunity. I want to give you that opportunity. 2021 is going, but believe me, another challenge will still come and you will need God. If you want to surrender your life to Jesus now, so that you can be sure that when you need God, God will come to you. If you surrender your life to Jesus now, you develop that relationship with God, then you can rest assured That he will never leave you. And he will not forsake you. I want to pray for you. If you you want to have a relationship with God. Talk to the Lord. Tell him, Lord, forgive me for my sins. I come to you. I need you, oh God. I need you. I need you, Lord. I want a relationship with you. I want to be deeper in you, Lord. I surrender my life to you. I surrender my life to you. Come into my heart and become my Lord and my Savior. If you pray that prayer, I want to pray with you now. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord, who is saying I need a deeper relationship with God. I need a relationship with God. I need God. Lord, as they come to you, as they confess their sin, I ask, Father, that you will forgive them and you will cleanse from all unrighteousness. You will forgive their sin, Lord, as they invite you into their heart, Lord, that you will become their Lord and personal Savior, that they will become yours and you will be theirs. And you will give them a new life of joy, a new life of peace, a new life of righteousness. And that you will write their name in your book of life. Thank you, Father. For all those who gave their life, I want you to know that a brand new life is starting for you with Christ, Jesus. You can look on your screen and text saved or salvation to that number and somebody will call you right away. You need a relationship with God. And for the rest of us, You are not comfortable with yourself. You are not comfortable in your own skin. You have a low self-esteem. You feel as if you are not worthy. You feel as if you are not good enough. You feel as if other people are better than you. You just have a problem. Pray for yourself right now. I want to pray for you. Build a relationship with yourself. Be comfortable in your skin. You are God's treasure. You are the apple of God's eye. Tell God right now, Lord. Take away from me this lie of a lack of self-esteem. This feeling of inadequacy. Heal me, O oh God, from inside. You say I'm your treasure. You say I'm the apple of your eye. Turn the lights on in me, oh God, to see this truth. And I want to pray for you right now. Lord, I pray for everyone who has a low self-esteem. Everyone who feels that they are not good enough. Lord, I ask that an awareness that they are your uh, they are your treasures, an awareness that they are the apple of your eye, will come on them right now. I ask you, we make them whole. Emotionally, spiritually, oh God, you will make them whole. That godly confidence will come on that person right now. In the name of Jesus. We said we must build relationship with others. For all of us who have unhealthy relationships, I want you to bring them before God now. You are in a relationship with somebody who is constantly abusing you? Or you are the one abusing somebody? You are running around with people who you know are destroying your life? Talk to the Lord right now. So Father, I pray for everyone in an unhealthy relationship. I pray, Lord God, for healing. I pray, Father, that the grace to develop healthy relationship with other people you will give today. Relationships that will bless. Relationships that will nurture. Relationships that will bring out the best in us, O God. Help us and guide us into such relationships. Everyone, Lord God, in a relationship that is abusive, in a relationship that is destroying them, Lord, take them out. Make a way, Lord, and take them out. Father, we bless you. And as we enter the year 2021, we must grow. We must be people of godly character. Talk to the Lord. Lord, help me to live a godly, righteous life. A godly, righteous life going forward. In the name of Jesus. Be a person of godly character. A person of godly character. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Our Father, we are grateful today. We pray, Lord God, that your blessing will be upon us. Your grace will be upon us. We ask, Lord, that the year 2021 will be a glorious year. When we will walk with you. And we would. Do your will. Bless us, O God. Bless our families. Bless our church. Whatever, Lord God, may be the things that we brought to you at the beginning of 2020 that still need to be done. miracle working God, the one for whom nothing is impossible. I pray, Lord, you will enter into every life. You will enter into every home. You will enter into every family. As you step in, oh God of heaven, that the impossible will become possible. And the... Cry, oh God, the weeping, the mourning will turn to shouts of joy in the name of Jesus. Lord, give your people the miracle that will make them end this year on a note of thanksgiving. Father, we thank you and we honor you. We pray, Lord, for our nation that your blessing will be on her, And Lord, that you will carry us through the rest of this difficult time. Jesus' most precious name. Amen and amen. The word is already working in you. We hope you were blessed by this message. For more messages and information about the church, please visit us at www.rccglivingspring.org.